0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm standing on the street with the Dodos.
1: My name's Merrick, and I play guitar
2: and sing. Uh, this is Logan, and I play drums.
0: I just saw your sound check, and you were arguing about how to properly open the show, so I'd love you to talk a bit about that.
2: Well, uh, Merrick and Joe, our new third member, came up with this really cool riff. And uh, I thought it would be a great way to start the show, so you have to talk to that guy. We're
1: still working on it, but I think hopefully by the end of tour we'll have a, a brand new song. One brand new song.
0: So I heard your tour manager say that the room you were practicing in, which is the Biltmore, tends to make bands play a bit wanky. So I thought I'd ask for your comment on that.
1: Well, in our case, really there's always a potential and a desire to play wanky. It's just a matter of whether other people are willing to put up with it, and something about today just
2: made it happen. We just need an enabler, and the Biltmore is a perfect enabler for us.
0: So you guys, you're five albums into your career, and you've been doing that as partners. I thought I'd ask, when was the last time you looked at the other guy and said,
2: nice, that guy's really got it going on. Usually every day, because Merrick's doing a lot of solos these days on stage. So I'll just be holding down my beat, and I'll look over. He'll be shredding and wanking away, and I'll nod my head approvingly. And in my my head, I'll say, nice, that guy's got it going on.
0: All right, Merrick, it's your turn to say something nice about Logan.
1: (laughs) Well, I had that feeling probably last night after the show when Logan was eating a Dick's Burger. He looks really good when he's hungry. Hey, this is Logan from the Dodos. Hey, this is Merrick from the Dodos. And you're listening to the interview show. <laughs> you are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Scott Wood.
0: The interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Confidence, the debut single off the fifth Dodos record. That's called Carrier. I've got two members of the band here with me. I'd love it if one of you guys could
2: talk about that one. To me, I think about that song in its infant stages. It was really hard for me to play to the loop that starts the song because of its repetitiveness in tone, not just in the rhythm like i i was always losing the one i was losing the downbeat always it's really fun now to play it because it seems so natural to me and i can think back to when it was a real pain in the ass
0: so your fifth record it's called carrier the record started with a bit of a dark cloud over it you lost a band member chris reimer
2: well uh, for those who don't know he was in a zeta booth and women he came our way after that well this is fairly trivial but I think about it all the time whenever he encountered something that he didn't like usually musical or entertainment wise or something like that he would always go ugh, ugh and I totally stole that from him so now when I hear some music that's just terrible I'll like make that noise and I will think of him hating it with me
1: uh I will never forget how he dances and I don't I could not reproduce it and I've never seen anybody else be able to reproduce it. I think it's a combination of attitude and just body, body type. He had an amazing uh, body. proportion, <laughs> he had an amazing body, that's true.
0: So you guys have said that you started this record, Carrier, at an uncertain period in your life. What's it like to be in an uncertain place musically five albums into your career? Being
1: scared and being uncertain, as long as it's, you know, nothing dangerous or detrimental to your health, or it's a good place to be. And uh, I feel like that period of uncertainty brought about like a lot of new things for us and we kind of like passed that uncertain point, And, you know, it's always greener on the other side.
2: Go green yeah the uh, the period of uncertainty has yielded like a a new crop you know we persevered through that period and now there's like all this new music it feels yeah it feels like we used to we used to pick corn and now we're picking broccoli if that makes sense
0: it does a little bit so i read an article about your band the dodos and they said the dodos career could be a textbook case for young indie bands and i was hoping i could get your take on that really
2: <laughs> I'm sorry dude i'm just processing that right now trying to like see what pattern they see as textbook so, i'll ask the question this way do you guys
0: think the dodos has had a common trajectory for an indie band or how do you guys think you're different from a common career trajectory if there's such a thing
2: i i'm trying to figure out what that is like by the end of this tour i feel like i'd have a more clear answer because because of the aforementioned period of uncertainty like our trajectory is like being shaped right now this is like a kind of defining moment for us where it's like the future is not yet seen but people's reaction to this record might help us get a, a lock on what that is but yeah man you guys either you're very very chill or i caught you on a low energy day which one is it it's it's really hard to sum up your life's work, you know, especially when somebody else is calling it like, you know, cliché. You're just like, "Well, fuck."
0: I don't think he said cliché. He said a textbook example.
2: Similar, well, similar feelings.
1: It definitely calls up certain certain things. There's okay. a th-
0: there, there's a lot that could be discussed on that topic, I feel like, which I'm happy to do, but uh I wasn't going negative about at all, but when you're in a period of uncertainty, do you look at other bands and look to see what they've done and see if there's a match at any part of the pattern?
1: I don't, I guess, yeah. Textbook indie band career is not like a, it doesn't call up like positive thoughts in my, in my brain, but maybe that's just because I'm tired of indie bands in general, including ourselves. (laughs) So, you know, but I, but like you said, it doesn't have to be negative. Not thinking of yourself as like a, an indie band i think is helpful which is what i've started to do the less i kind of like quantify it as other bands that i've seen either like prevail or dissipate i'd like to just like take myself out of that courtroom and and maybe like lump ourselves with like the jam bands or the the I don't know, some others, like Hoobastank or something, you know. Hoobastank, by the way, they're still going,
2: you know. Uh, I'm not, I will not refute that point. That is true. Uh, I was just going to say that if we wanted to have a textbook indie trajectory, we would not be shooting for longevity. We would break up, get fat, and then reunite in 10 years and rake it in but we're not giving anybody a chance to miss us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To the interview show this is Scott Wood your host you just heard the ocean that's off the Dodo's record carrier I've got two members of the band here with me hopefully I can get one of them to talk about it so
1: the ocean uh, which is the last track on the record was kind of actually a really important track for us because it was the only one that we went into the studio with not a clear idea of how it was gonna turn out we had all the parts we had rehearsed it like very briefly on tour, but it was purposely left open. There was going to be a lot of there was a lot of space in the song. And the Magic Magic Orchestra who are f- friends with us did some strings to sort of fill in that space, and it turned out a lot better than we had hoped because it was done in this different way that the other songs were done, and there was a lot of things that we sort of discovered while recording that song specific guitar tones, just ways of, a different way of working, it sort of opened up the door for a whole batch of new songs, which we're currently recording.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just don't try them? and blame that on me. What?
3: But you the background noise? Oh, I
0: didn't, no. You were saved because there was... An Asian couple walking down the sidewalk behind us, and the male in the Asian couple was horking up something awful.
2: Horking and hocking. Horking and hawking. Horking? Horkin'. Horkin'. You want one of those? Okay, so,
0: as I've said, this is your fifth record. You guys are well into your music career. How has this relationship between the two of you grown? What's the one thing that you guys would fight about five records ago that you wouldn't fight about now?
1: There's not a lot of fighting and that's not a defensive statement (laughs) but like when I think about what is like what we would have fought five years ago versus now I don't know but it yeah go ahead
2: like you said there's not a lot of fighting but like five years ago there was a lot more Porsches five years ago Five years ago, there was a lot more opportunity for annoyance because we were both partying a lot more. I, I just don't think that we give ourselves the opportunity to like be wastoids and rub other band members the wrong way. Our father
3: has been entangled in things,
2: he's been squandering, he's been swar-
0: show this is Scott Wood your host you just heard Fools that's an older track by the dodos off the record visitor I've got two members of the band here with me because of time reasons I may not be able to play the whole thing but you'll hear it in the background I'd love it if one or both of you could talk about how you look at that track
2: now Fools is surprisingly uh, still really fun for me to play I've, you know we played that song a lot it's very requested by fans. And who can blame them? And I'm I'm very thankful for that because it could have been one that you just groan and say, "Oh no, not again." And I'm sure it, you know there's shades of that. There was a period where we kind of were really intentionally not trying to play it on tour. Because
1: it was our most pop- popular song, and it was kind of the song that like helped us.
0: It was the beer commercial song. <laughs>
1: Before it was the beer commercial song, it was our popular song and then Bud Light Lime Miller Chill one obviously had the clear advantage just by the name and we, we picked the wrong one <laughs> we'd still be getting those checks if it was Bud Light Lime but you know I figured something about that song was synonymous with lime flavored beer so we could have had a good chance to get on the other train but yeah it, we sort of made a note to not play it and uh, it sort of made itself come, made itself known again. And it, like Logan said, it's it feels like it has a new
0: life. It must be crazy to create something like that and have it sort of take on a life of its own.
2: Yes. <laughs> I, no, it's true. It's totally true. You know, to have strangers yelling something at you, something that you worked on, you know, a long time ago. That it means something to them, and they probably have, you know, if you ask them this question, a fan of ours, they'd have, oh, I heard it, you know, when I was a freshman in college or something. Like sometimes you think about that web that something you make can cast uh, over over the world. You know, people share it with each other, and you know, you don't see that. There's no way to just sort of Google like Fool's influence on humanity and have a little map pop up with a bunch of red dots. But you think about it sometimes, and, you know, it, you know, its influence from one person to the next, just from one showing it to someone else, could have traveled all the way around the world. And it's pretty crazy to think about.
0: So for those who don't know, the Dodos started out as an acoustic guitar and a drummer with an unusual setup. So I'm hoping you guys can talk a bit about how you guys started and how you guys wrote for this record,
2: the fifth one. Well, it started super minimal. I didn't have a lot of drums, uh, and Merrick had the acoustic and a few looping pedals. My, My setup has progressed to now a more standard, like, rock kit kind of thing with a few different bells and whistles here and there. Here comes the Porsche man again. Nice. He's been stalking the
0: neighborhood, showing off his sweet ride. All right, so Merrick, do you want to talk about the evolution of what you do in the band?
1: like you said it started out as an acoustic thing and that was like really like a central focus of the band it was sort of like the idea for the band grew out of the style of acoustic guitar that i played and everything started there and so that for most well up through our last record for four records in that was like a necessary element of the band and slowly over time it's sort of gotten less and less like i've Sort of crossed over into more electric guitar territory. It's a pretty common thing to happen going from acoustic to electric, but I think for us it was like a, it was really hard to like, harder for us to let go because so much of our sound and just approach was based on the acoustic.
0: Do you guys still sing Temple of the Dog Hunger Strike 2 Warm Up? We don't. We've kind of gone
1: into the more boring, vocal warm-up, Jar Jar Binks sort of thing.
2: The new one is going to be Blame It on the Rain because we just found out today at the club that it's constantly cycling through Joe's head. The new guy, Joe. So do you want to start us off? Uh, I don't know how it really starts off, but, you know, Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Take it.
0: I can't, but I've got a better suggestion.
3: Oh,
0: How about we end the show with a Dodo song? So I'd love it. If you could pick a track, say a few words about it as I bring up the music. Let's pick a song. Uh, this
1: song's called The Current. It's off of Carrier. It's not going to be one of our singles, but it was a close contender. And in terms of exemplifying some of the things we talked about, I think it does a good job. It's a very good mix of like old dodos and new dodos.
2: Here it is. All right, so
0: we're going to listen to The Current, off the Dodos, fifth record, Carrier. Guys, thanks for being on the show.
2: Thanks for having us. Lovely talking to you. Hey, this is Logan from the Dodos. Hey, this is Merrick from the Dodos. You're listening to The Interview. <laughs> and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
3: Punctuated steps while playing with rhyme. Habits while wasting time. The precious undercurrent.